Hi, listeners. Thanks for joining us today. This is Ari Goldfar from Follow the Hummingbird. Today we have Dylan Penn from C4Coin. He's one of the co-founders. For those of you unfamiliar with this company, C4Coin is building a carbon-negative public permission blockchain. They're hoping to achieve a goal by providing the first viable economic incentive to voluntarily retire carbon credits. My name is Dylan Penn. I am the CEO and one of the co-founders of C4Coin. C4Coin is a uh, blockchain technology that pays people for protecting the environment. So if you do something like carpool, recycle, and we can measure that, then we can give you a carbon offset token that represents that positive environmental work. So we got started around June of 2017, and we've been going strong uh, ever since. It's a still very new company. Uh, what, what's been the, um, how people uh, sort of resonated with this message so far? Have, do you feel like you've done a strong job getting the message out there? Has it really resonated with your uh, target demographic? Are, are people uh, eager to be rewarded for helping the planet? So people have been really receptive to what we're trying to do. Uh, anybody that we come across that's interested in the environment or interested in cryptocurrency, it's actually this perfect confluence of different disciplines. And we've really found that that uh, piques people's interest. So uh, it's, it's really there where I find that the people in one side are then interested by the other and the other way around. So while, uh, you know, it's sometimes difficult to advertise in the United States, as we're meeting people, as we're spreading the word, we are actually getting really good responses from people. And so do, are, are most of the responses coming more from the environmental side or more from the crypto side, or has it been a pretty healthy balance? I'd say it's been more receptive from the environmental side. The people on the environmental side really see this, the, the value to this because they understand that the, uh, the, the carbon markets as they currently stand are inaccessible to individuals and individuals don't really have any reason to get involved in the carbon markets because they're not being rewarded for their actions. So how do, exactly how, how does this, um, this idea work? How, sort of a, can, you, can you talk us and the listeners through the, this uh, crypto infrastructure that you've put into place, how people can uh, go about trading in carbon tokens for uh, currency on your network? Yeah, so we, we realized that uh, kind of to, to almost back up and, and give the, the running start for the story is that we had the idea back last summer and we were just actually trying to find ways that we could pay people for uh, sequestering carbon in soil but we found out that it takes 10 years to get signif uh, statistical significance of doing that. And so we had to find another way. And while we were looking at that, we realized that any of the current blockchains that were in existence were using proof of work. And proof of work is a blockchain consensus mechanism that has many computers do a lot of redundant math, wastes a lot of electricity, and ends up being detrimental to the environment. So we saw that, and then we saw that there's so many problems with the current carbon markets 
that we kind of saw that there were three problems currently going on that we could actually solve with this one solution. So we saw that the, there was the problem of proof of work using up too much electricity. We saw the problem of inaccessibility of carbon markets. And we saw the problem of not, uh, and, and individuals not getting rewarded. So lack of transparency in carbon markets, individuals not getting involved, and uh, the problems with proof of work. So we said, okay, how can we tackle this? Because what we then realized is that if we're going to do this, we can't use any current blockchain because they're all based on proof of work. So doing some research, we ended up coming up with this idea of proof of burn. And so in our system, proof of burn is a two token system. So we can either migrate current, uh, uh, carbon credits from current markets onto our network, uh, or people can generate them on the network doing positive environmental work. And so both of these actions create a currency called CO token. And that's a carbon offset token. That's the first token in our system. When you enter that into our consensus mechanism, it burns that token. It takes the token out of circulation and effectively then completes the life cycle of the environmental work. In order to reward people for now destroying something that has value, we give people a C4 coin. And C4 coin is like Ether. It can run dApps on the network, distributed applications on our network. That now means if there's a distributed application on the network, the software developers have to purchase these C4 coins to keep running their uh, dApps. So now, suddenly there is this positive price pressure on positive environmental work. And for us, this is the first time we've seen this anywhere, that suddenly now there's actually a selfish reason to do positive environmental work because you're actually getting, a, uh, you're actually getting paid for it in a market solution rather than just doing it out of the good of your heart. So is this sort of the answer to climate skeptics who have been discussing how uh, combating climate change or environmental responsibility and being stewards of the environment is this sort of a, a counter to them by proving that you don't just have to save the planet out of the goodness of your heart but it actually is becoming more profitable you know i i wouldn't say that it's a counter to them as much as we're saying that it should be profitable to anyone and with our system we're making it so that you're just making money from helping the environment that's that's the that's the way we want to take it because uh, we're seeing you know if you're if you're uh, a skeptic in this situation it doesn't matter if you're a skeptic now because you're going to be helping the environment because you're going to be getting paid for it so actually it's kind of uh it's kind of climate skeptic agnostic because it, it's it's more important that we're getting people uh rewarded for this positive environmental work and that's what's re uh what's rewarded is repeated and so it, it, it's really just for anyone to get involved. And that's what makes it a market solution rather than a government mandate. You're right. What's, what's powerful about it is it's it, people who would be against it um, are just, there's no helping them because it's, it's not even a question of uh, where your social or environmental values line up. It's just making good business sense now. Exactly. Um, so who are your target demographics currently? 
uh, how, for example, if someone was listening to this podcast and they were interested, could they be um, investors in this company? Could they could they purchase these tokens and start helping build this company out or be rewarded by being good uh, do-gooders for the environment? What's who, who are you looking for to get involved and what are the first steps someone could take or should take? So right now, as it stands, we haven't launched the network yet. We've got a test network coming out at the end of November, uh, and then we're going to keep working on it, keep building it. But if you're trying to get involved right now, we are doing this event that we're calling the Token Genesis Event. And so in this event, you can claim carbon offsets that you've retired in the past, and you submit those receipts that are publicly uh, posted, and we'll give you a CO token for the environmental work that you've retired, You'll, you'll receive a CO token on our network in the Genesis block. Now, if you've never done that in your life before, you can go to our website and we'll link you through to a partner that specializes in the retirement of carbon offsets. And you'll be able to seamlessly retire a carbon offset. We'll see the receipt from that action. And then you'll be able to get a token for retiring the carbon offset. So we can't do an ICO because we can't do an initial coin offering of carbon offsets. They actually have to be backed by something. They have to be backed by positive environmental work. And we didn't want to ICO C4 coins because we wanted to make sure that they had this, this unique inherent value that they could only be created from positive environmental work. And they were never just being made up out of thin air. So instead, we're doing this token genesis event where you can go to our website right now and start getting involved. And just as a quick uh, shout out, if you want to give the website uh, information. Oh, right. Yeah. So we are c4coin.org. So you can hop right on, go to c4coin.org. And we've got our white paper uh, attached there, a light paper that's a little more accessible. Um, we've got a link to our GitHub. We're an open source project. So anybody can come check out what we're doing and see all the code that's pushing uh, on a daily or weekly basis. So it's a good way to get involved uh, in the community. And then uh, just uh, finishing this off now with uh, two final questions, just as far as the future is concerned with this company, since you're in the process of launching and you have this uh, coin Genesis underway, I'm curious what you see this growth potential for. Is this, is this um, something that people should not just be excited about now, but for long-term future growth? And what are some of the obstacles that uh, taking on this uh, sort of climate battle in this new um, blockchain environment? What are some of the largest obstacles your firm is facing? So I'll, I'll take the first one. Uh, I'll take the first question first. I'd say Perfect. what we're really looking at for the long-term vision is how we can open up current carbon markets, especially the voluntary market where there's no demand aside from altruism. So the credits are functionally worthless. Um, is opening up the current carbon markets there to people to start purchasing them and getting these, these project developers real money so they can keep doing projects with this market solution, as well as opening up businesses and, uh, and consumers to engaging as well. So businesses that are doing different recycling programs, different energy uh, programs that are focused on renewables, getting them credits, as well as finding ways where individuals can engage with businesses in their communities and they're getting credits for their environmental work. Maybe that's through 
something like uh, carpooling. Um, or maybe that's through uh, another way of rewarding that a company wants to do to uh, access these people through apps on their phones. So it's seamlessly integrated. And so that's really where I, I want to see the vision of the company go is that it's actually not the company. It's just a universal platform that people are using for carbon market trading and for generation. So that's, that's the long-term goal, what we're working towards. The biggest obstacle that I see has to come from decentralization. So in our system, because things have to be precise, because these, the first token, the CO tokens, the carbon offset tokens are based on positive environmental work, that off-chain data has to be coming on-chain in a way that's, uh, that's valid, in a way that's measurable and people believe it's true. So because of that, we are starting off in a more centralized way. And as we grow, really the challenge is introducing different systems in order to get the people that are just users on the network to be the ones making the decisions about what projects are valid and what are creating valuable credits. And that's really where I see the, the, the biggest obstacle, but I also see it as a great opportunity to grow and to keep getting people involved. So, you know, obstacles are just uh, opportunities in disguise. I couldn't agree more. Um, to, that's one of the first things that we talk to about uh, with any new business, about how some of their greatest obstacles or the threats they're facing also uh, act as um, springboards to create some of the greatest opportunities to take their business off. Uh, Dylan, I, I really want to thank you for taking the time to be here with us today. Dylan Penn from C4 Coin, uh, and you're launching your CO2K on Genesis event, uh, uh, CO2 Coin Genesis event uh, through now through when? Now through uh, November 9th. So we're coming up on the end. Coming up on the end of the Genesis, and you can check that out at c4coin.org. Dylan, thank you again for taking the time to be here with us today. Well, thank you much. Thank you very much, Ari. Hey, listeners, if you enjoyed this interview and want similar content, go ahead and subscribe to Follow the Hummingbird Podcast. We're distributed on Apple Podcasts, Breaker, CastBox, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn.